0: Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, who is this Sonic the Hedgehog, and why does he have to go so fast? If you're a Nintendo kid, the answer might surprise you. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers. Joined as always by my co-host Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, last episode I talked about going to one of those like trampoline yeah. places. And uh some of them they make you like get special socks that have grip on it. Okay. Because they don't want uh they're trying to minimize the ankle breakage right as a, as already discussed the liability insurance has to be through the roof this place they didn't care at all so you just like wore your own socks or didn't depending on how dirty you were mm. how much you wanted ringworm but um the uh all the blue foam is attached to my socks now ah and i should clarify i washed these socks you know since going to the, uh, you've done a load place. of laundry since yeah. you went to- <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But the, it still clings onto it. So I may have actually tracked it into. You're saying your there's apartment? blue
0: trampoline place foam fuzz in my house now? <laughs>
1: but washed. It was washed. Oh, okay. Was sanitized. <laughs> I don't even know.
0: I bet it is still soaked with the sweat of people who were just in there jumping around. Hopefully not. Tra- well, fair enough. Mark, let's confess something here. Okay. We don't, we're not super close to Sonic the Hedgehog. That's right. Uh, we know that he's a hedgehog. We know that he's got some animal friends. We know that they can all run very fast. They take a special point of pride in how fast they can run. And they collect rings from an evil scientist.
1: Yes. And that's pretty much all I know. Um, uh, you know, I was a Nintendo kid. I never owned any Sega consoles my friend had a genesis i played a little bit of sonic and tails or i guess so sonic the hedgehog 2 that's right but i never i never really understood it because the platforming i was familiar with was good old fashioned course based super mario brothers mm-hmm. where you know the goal is to get from one end to the other and you have power ups and um it's a little slower paced where of course we know that the um one of the big selling points for Sonic the Hedgehog was all about speed, and I, I never really
0: understood how it worked. And there's a new Sonic release this week, Sonic Mania. So we feel like we're at a little bit of a loss. We need to have Sonic explain to us. We need to have a vigorous debate about Sonic. Uh, we need to figure it out.
1: Yeah, we're ready to solve the Sonic the Hedgehog puzzle.
0: That's right. Who is a comedian and producer here at what's a creative he uh helps us with this show uh and he is convinced that he is going to be able to explain sonic to us is that right am that... i making uh, assumptions here mark no i i think that's totally fair great so without further ado here's our conversation with Ryan. All right, ryan yes sonic the hedgehog yeah i just what I, I'd like to hear like a, a blanket pitch. Like, what is your? Someone says Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Defend your passion. It's all the best parts about Mario, uh, mixed in with a little Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, that actually yeah. sounds really appealing. Yeah, it's he was totally developed in order to. I'm sure you guys are aware. You know, Sega had was it the Sega Master Console uh, mm-hmm. Mega before set, the, the Master, master system. system? Yeah. And so when Master Sega... Master System? <laughs> Master System. Okay, let's stop a yeah, second. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> it is... In my
1: defense, I am not <laughs> right. a Sega person. This is not a Sega podcast.
0: Right. This is not the Sega Cartridge Society. No. The
1: Nintendo Sega Society. I was also
0: about to do that. That I would be wrong. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> that would be wrong. Uh, Sega Master System.
2: Yeah. We got it. We're yeah. there. Mega Drive. <laughs> The master,
1: am I just just (laughs) shouting out? I don't know.
2: I'm pretty sure it was the master system. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, and then that was the 8 bit console. And then so Sega one upped uh, Nintendo and came out with the Sega Genesis, the 16 bit. And originally it was packaged, I think, with uh, Altered Beast, yeah, which you know was a great game. Uh, everything was a little bit more adult oriented, but uh, thank goodness. They decided to to uh, reboot their Mm -hmm. brand. They wanted a new mascot. They went from uh, was it Alex Kidd, Mm -hmm. or is that correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think like Alex Kidd was the the first like shot at a at a Sega mascot. Yeah, um, and just didn't. He was a
2: little boy. I honestly don't think I would buy any game system that just has a little boy trying to push it. Like it just Mm. brings you know. I I
1: feel like kids in general don't really want to be kids. Right? No. Yeah. It's like, we want to be Han Solo. We want to be Indiana Jones. We want to be Batman. We don't want to be We don't want to be Batman. short round. We don't want to be, yeah. Or
0: one of the Ewoks. Yeah, and exactly. Who, who's the child in Batman? Is there a child in Batman? We, no one wants to be Robin. Robin. No, no want one want wants to be Robin. Robin. They want right. to be
2: an athro- anthropologic, right? Anthropomorphic? anthropomorphic? Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> Hedgehog who has awesome Michael Jackson exactly.
1: shoes. So what's your... Uh, you know, it's very rare that we have somebody who is not a huge Nintendo fan. On hey, the I am.
2: A, I I despise Nintendo. <laughs> like I am the worst. I, I'm going to be. A, I'm going to put that down. I'm the first anti-Nintendo right. uh, guest to come on the pod. All right, Patrick. Let's put it in the book. All right,
0: first, <laughs> and uh, I'm not even sure how I would spell this
1: word. Uh, <laughs> and Anti- so, but like when we were, when I was telling you about this podcast, like you were really excited to come on to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog. So what's, like, your – were you always a Sega kid? Like, was oh, it the Sega yeah. Genesis your first system? Yes.
2: A Sega, the Sega Genesis was my first system. I had the sweet, sweet RBI series uh, baseball game. Mm. Uh, I think it was, like, RBI 4 or 5 or something like that. And then, but, I mean, it doesn't matter because the real game, the one that mattered was Sonic the Hedgehog. And we had Sonic the Hedgehog, and then we had Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And one of the great things, and an- another selling point of Sonic, is the fact that it's a multiplayer co-op game. Uh, Unlike Mario, where, you know, you're basically competing Mario against Luigi uh, if you're doing a two-player game, right? Mm -hmm. Sonic, and if you were getting Sonic 2, and I had two sisters who were always, you know, we were always uh, playing together. My sisters, Kendra and Kristen, they were even bigger Sonic nerds than I am. And I actually emailed them for some some (laughs) notes uh, in case I forgot anything, because they still to this day are huge Sonic heads. Uh, and we just would always, you know, one of us would be Tails, and one of us would be Sonic, and we'd be just skewed in around.
1: Is it co-op in, I guess, like, in Nintendo terms, because that's how my brain works, like Donkey Kong Country, where there are two characters on the screen, but only one person is controlling them at a time? It's like, you play a Sonic
2: until you die and then Tails, the person oh. who's playing Tails. See, that's the great thing. So two controllers, same time. Oh, okay, uh, so it's uh, like Sonic, Kirby Super Kirby Superstar. Yeah, the game is locked on Sonic. Yes. It's not split screen. It's single screen. It's locked on Sonic. If you're Tails, you're trying to keep up with Sonic. And then whenever you would drop off, you would fly back onto the screen because he's got two tails, which so, means obviously he can fly. That's obviously. the best. Like yeah. it's a
0: helicopter. It makes intuitive sense. Yeah. This was one of my hangups about uh, playing Sonic 2 two-player uh, was that whoever is playing Tails is always going to be left behind, right? It's yeah. always going to be left behind by a Sonic that is just like blazing, blazing along, having the time of his life. And, like, you want to be there to help, to be like, I can help you reach that higher platform if you – could you do that in, in, uh, in Sonic 2 or just Sonic 3?
2: I think it was – yeah, I think uh, – I, I mean, don't – I'm not going to claim to be an expert for a while. That's uh, right. And we don't yeah. claim no, to be experts we don't, We're not experts, experts. We're fans. Yeah, we're fans. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm fairly certain that, yeah, even in – I think in 2, you could still pick up Sonic and, like, fly to higher points of the map. Right. Uh, it forced co op uh, this, I, I think – Sonic 2 forced people to be friendly. It, it, it created a, mm. a world where if, if everyone played Sonic 2, we wouldn't be in the mess that we are in today. Oh, of course, we did not all play Sonic 2. So. Yeah.
0: Right. So there are some
2: Nazis in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I is, is I, I, once again, I can go on the record. I believe Charlottesville is the cause of Nintendo. I think Nintendo caused... <laughs> Wait,
0: that Charlottesville caused Nintendo? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not pretty sure Nintendo caused Charlottesville. <laughs> oh, okay, right. There we go. There we I go. I mean,
2: no, not okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I just,
0: I okay, I understand what he's saying. Right, but boo to that. All yeah, right. no, no, to, no it makes sense, guys. It <laughs> makes total sense.
1: So, um... I guess, like, for me, I played a little bit of Sonic at, like, friend's house. I, and I think it was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. And when it became available on the Wii Virtual Console, I bought Sonic the Hedgehog, the original, but, like, the master system port. Yes. Like, the down port that they made for the 8-bit system. And I'm very used to, like, my brain, when it comes to platformers... Uh, just works in like the Super Mario Brothers mode where it's kind of course based and you're getting from point A to point B. And it's not really about like, uh, as you play it, you kind of just like turn it into a time trial type thing. Like you're trying to make it through fast. Yeah. But that's not really the point of a Mario level. Um, and so it. I n- have never really understood the Sonic the Hedgehog version of platforming. And I don't know if they're as different as I'm making it out to be, but it seems like in Sonic, I feel like the best way I've had it described is, like, going fast is your reward for doing well in Sonic. Yes. But I don't even understand the basic, like, mechanics of how you're supposed to, like, traverse a level.
2: I I sometimes wonder if Sonic, if you're, if someone, if you can tell if someone's a Sonic lover by, if they were a kid, they were the ones that would just charge headstrong. Without any idea of where they were going. I think, and then versus someone who would t- be careful and make sure that they weren't going to fall. Because uh, I was definitely a charging kid. I did not know how to control my body. And I feel like Sonic is a, a uh, he's a symbol of that. You know, he's just going. He's going full swing. Did, uh, did,
0: did you get a lot of injuries as a kid?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. Broken I was, bones? Uh, no broken bones. All right. Uh, Concussions? Uh, uh, I was too bouncy for that. Uh, <laughs> never really had any problems with concussion. I mean, yeah, maybe. There's a, very, there's a chance I could have had a lot of undiagnosed uh, concussions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting that you put up... I, I love the comparison uh, of Sonic to Mario uh, because one of the, the reasons that Sonic is the way it is is back in when Mario, uh, you know, it didn't have save points. And so one of the things that a lot of people would do is kind of rush through the early levels as fast as they could so they could get to the meteor stuff later on because they had just played it so many times. Mm-hmm. And that's, I know, where the creator of Sonic actually came up with that concept of, well, why can't we make a whole character where his basis is just to go as fast as possible? Uh, and the, the beautiful thing about a Sonic level is there's so many different areas, and you're never going to hit them all. And so it is a lot of, like, you just, you're exploring, uh, and you actually get rewarded for going faster. Cause it'll get you to higher points and if you're taking your time you're gonna end up with more enemies to take care of and it's just it's 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 genius
1: so i i like what you were talking about how you know like this idea of just in mario levels you are super careful because enemies can do damage to you if you are careless you know if you're like going too fast and you let an enemy touch you without you like jumping on it or killing it with a fireball you take damage and you die. Yeah. And, like, Sonic rewards you for going, like, head, head first into an enemy. Is that right? Yeah,
2: because if you think about Sonic 2 with the advent of uh, the Sonic spin, uh, it actually is almost a defensive... It's, it's as offensive and defensive at the same time because you're, you're going to go real fast, and if you hit an enemy while in the spin, it will actually uh, release the animal that's inside of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I've ever heard of Mario releasing animals, he's a, he's a murderer, he kills, mm-hmm. he kills, he kills. Yeah. Sonic mm-hmm. is doing this to help save animals.
0: S- uh, Sonic himself is an animal, though, so I think, uh, I think he's just saving his own kind.
1: Yeah, so that's inherently selfish.
0: Right. Oh, 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 okay, well. I mean, know. he's basically a global warming denier at that point. Well, I, uh, so, so Sonic does have, like, an environmentalist message to it. Right? Yes. Yes. Um because Dr. Robotnik is always trying to or, or Eggman. Or or, or Eggman. Eggman or Eggman. Wh- which do you prefer? A Robotnik.
2: Yeah. When, when yeah. did or that change? Robotnik. When did that when did uh, that change? When did it become that Eggman? changed after uh the Sega Genesis, I think it went, it went to Dreamcast, uh more into the three they tried to uh re uh boot the series and make it less about they started adding humans and, and different other like made it make it more of an rpg type thing and, and then i think because uh, i believe in japan eggman was his original name yeah i think and it was always was, yeah in in, oh okay yeah.
1: so sorry my head works this way so it's like a toadstool princess peach situation where it was always peach and
0: yeah and and also it's just like i mean people are gonna call i think there is go- there's a camp of people that are always going to refer to him as Dr. Robotnik, yeah. and a camp of people that are like what he's always been Eggman um,
2: and'll we'll just this is going to be another thing that divides us <laughs> yeah, another thing that tears our, our country apart, but that's mm-hmm. his whole purpose he's- robo- you know and he wants to, and that's why Sonic has to defeat him so that we don 't have to worry about that t- decision anymore
0: but Robotnik is trying to uh, you know take uh, the resources of the forest or imprison these animals or whatever, and uh, so sonic's stopping him is sort of an environmental feat, right? Like he is,
2: Sonic is a crusader for the forest and for- A freedom fighter. A freedom fighter. Yeah. Uh, That's the other thing that I love about Sonic. And I think Mario had something similar with his Saturday morning cartoon show. But there is a complete galaxy, there's like a whole universe of Sonic the Hedgehog. And there's actually several. Uh, The one I prefer to follow Mm -hmm. is the Archie series, uh, which is based off of... uh, R.I.P. Yeah. It's no Uh, longer... The Mm -hmm. longest-running video game comic. uh, It's a Guinness Book Record, uh, at least as of right now, until someone, you know... uh, Because now they're no longer, unfortunately, they've been uh, sold. I can't remember who took that license. IDW took it. Oh, IDW. You got something against IDW, man? Uh, Well, now I'm going to (laughs) have to. But, I mean, like, it was such a great... uh, like I just remember watching the Saturday morning cartoon show with you know it was uh uh oh what's his name Jaleel White yes Jaleel White uh good old uh but uh oh, oh, why is my brain not working Steve Family Urkel matters. thank you it was Steve <laughs> Urkel, every, Urkel yeah 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 Steve Urkel every Saturday morning uh yeah no but yeah it was I mean like and it, it competed as well with a more child friendly uh interpretation of Sonic if you mm-hmm. will which I like to think of as sort of like a fever dream more of a a Jacob's ladder like when when the sonic from the Archie series was going to sleep this was probably the world that the children were seeing, but then never mind it's it, <laughs> i have a whole th- universe in my head guys my guys my sisters created a cardboard town of sonic the hedgehog in our in our upstairs room i mean it based was off that animated based series based on that animated series and it was like they had a doctor's office and a mail <laughs> office and these were shoe boxes and everything, because they didn't have enough merchandise honestly at the time
0: so It you've you've obviously got like a a connection to uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon and um, the Archie comic series, and uh, like it seems like that is additive to the Sonic video games. Whereas the Mario stuff, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and the Bob Hoskins John Leguizamo uh, masterpiece is is a, a train wreck, right? Yeah, like. For, for me, Mario doesn't make sense. Uh, and this conversation doesn't have to just be Mario v. Sonic. No, no. We'll, we'll move past that. But I would point. like
2: to... Well, go ahead. That's your point. Uh, just, uh, yeah. my,
0: my point is that um, Mario never benefits from being presented outside of his games. Yeah. where Sonic does seem to benefit from that.
2: I think so. I think so. And I think the reason why mm-hmm. is because if you look at Mario as like the Paris Hilton or the Kim Kardashian of video games. He has a good image. Uh-huh. He knows how to sell, mm-hmm. but when it comes down, he's a he's pretty flat, okay? Sonic is like the Lawrence Olivier. He knows how to act. You can throw him in something. There's substance. There's dimensions. You know, I will actually go along with this metaphor. Like I I do think that there's a good analog
1: between like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny, whereas, you know, like Mickey Mouse is very wholesome he's he disney doesn't take risks with him really yeah. you know like mm-hmm. he's not mischievous really because he is the face of the corporation right he's a little boring yeah right yeah. versus bugs bunny will gets into trouble his cartoons are occasionally racist you know like <laughs> <laughs> um and i feel like uh you have that s- same sort of dynamic especially in the 90s when it was like Sonic was all about attitude and being in your face, and Mario has always been kind of the buttoned-up corporate mascot.
2: Yeah, my favorite uh, presentation of Sonic, I know th- with uh, the, n- the new Sonic Mania that's coming out, that one of their uh, bases... Ah, it has come out. Oh, it has come out. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah. Because we are definitely recording this after it has been released. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, the, the basis, uh, I think one of the, the de- designers picked was the weight screen of the original Sonic where if you weren't running as similar to you were saying about being rewarded for running sonic would visibly turn to you and start tapping his foot like he would get angry he and wants you to go he's breaking that fourth wall he's acting. he's he's showing he's emoting i mean he was connecting like with the audience like bunny <laughs> oh. yeah i'm thinking yeah. of
0: what's uh what's the name of that daffy duck cartoon where uh uh where the animator is
2: erasing him and Oh, I don't know the name of it. Mm. But it's the one Razor Racing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, but that, that, that he is a, a Sonic. <laughs> ain't he a stinker? That's, that's what he's saying mm-hmm. to you guys. You know? Uh, I honestly think he could be cast in anything today. And never mind. I mean, but <laughs> that might be too far. Uh, you guys heard the rumor, though, about mm. Sonic 3, right? That's not really a rumor anymore. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Michael Jackson Michael Jackson contributed yeah, music to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he do that to Mario? No. Okay.
0: No. Well, the the Mario music. What? Well, so I do think that uh, music is one of the places where Sonic is like the most unique. Um, that like you don't hear Sonic music or music that sounds like Sonic the Hedgehog music anywhere else. No. Right. Yeah. Like, um, it's got that cool poppy edge to it, and it's kind of funky. Um, and I don't know. That, that's something that I feel like is. Gone from the series for a, a lot of its life.
2: It's it was lost, and I think a lot of that is uh, there was a lot of experimentation. Uh, I think there was a loss. There was a loss with the character uh, after the original. I know a lot of the original team stopped after I believe Sonic Two or maybe Sonic Three, and after that they kind of and I think it, it was kind of like a it paralleled with Sega the console mm-hmm. where they were trying. All these, like, they, were, they were trying so hard to, to stay on top, uh, to be competing. And it was just, I don't know if it was just p- poor management or where, uh, where, lack where, of vision. Where do you get off the Sonic train? Like, Where, where did you stop
0: uh, following the series?
2: Uh, so I was very strong on the Genesis. My sister continued with uh, the Saturn. She purchased a Saturn and a Dreamcast. The Saturn hoping that Sonic, I believe it was Extreme was going to come out the oh, game yeah, that never know. dropped uh so uh saturn actually became kind of a, a a desert for sonic and then of course uh dreamcast had 3d blast i believe right Isn't that uh, correct? Th- 3d or blast is, uh, is a
0: is an error that's like the isometric
2: like three-quarter view, oh, was that for or? genesis oh i'm getting I, it. Jeez, I think
0: it's I on think. genesis and then there was a um uh like the 32x or something s- there was a sonic um sonic cd which was on the the sega cd and on the, the 32x had uh, a game oh called sonic
2: adventure that's what i was thinking sonic of. adventure yeah. yeah
0: and sonic adventure well, we just popped into my sega dreamcast it is one it's the first sonic game that i ever owned yeah um as the dreamcast was my first sega system the first one that i actually purchased on september 9th 1999 the day it came out um and i love that game yeah. Um. I recognize obviously that it is full of flaws and it's missing a lot of that kind of, uh, or th- at least the the music part that we were talking about. By this by this point, it had switched over to the sort of like pop punky, uh, almost sounding like Blink One Eighty Two or like Good Charlotte or something. Well, it was,
2: it, it, it followed, I believe, uh, Neverwinter Nights, right, or or never, right, or Isn't just the, Nights. Knights, yes. The
0: knights into dreams. That's is the, the one the I'm game. thinking of. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: not never one I believe is a Dungeons and Dragons. I port. believe yes. that is correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, knights, which I I, I think that it, uh, Sonic became sort of a sign of the time. Like he would become basically a sign of the times. He would if it was if RPGs were big, then he would be in an RPG. Uh, if like you know games like Knights, they had success with that, so they turned sonic into something similar to that and yeah i think they got lost they lost and i think that's where it's really cool with like sonic mania coming going back straight to just like where it began Mm -hmm. uh and one of the cool things i know a lot of people are talking about is and i'm sure you're going to talk about it as well uh is that you know it has the same flaws as that original concept uh now that we've grown it's like going back and playing goldeneye Where it's like, oh, I'm, uh, I want to do this, but I can't because it's limited, and I'm used to doing more. But that is sort of like the, the beauty of it, you know, Uh, because those limitations are also what makes the game. I, you know, another thing that I remember someone talking about is that you can only go so fast, and then the human mind can't comprehend it. And so once that happened, they had speed of light, yeah, and so they had to come up with different ways to try to keep you attached to the games, and that's where the the RPG elements. And some of these experimentations came in and failed, I think. Uh, but it is is—it's like, you know, what, they want to keep changing, keep everything changing, you know, otherwise it won't be fresh. So uh, what is your favorite Sonic game? Oh, gosh. Sonic 2, probably, because it's the most pure. Sonic 3 and so- uh, Knuckles, of course, were really fun because it added, you know, this new this new guy in town who at the time was you know pretty bad at bad at but bad butted and uh (laughs) yeah he's a bad uh, dude he's a bad dude yeah he's a bad dude and he's like the everything sonic wasn't uh and you know they had some other elements uh that they added uh i mean like of course being able to play knuckles on a lot of the games too that was really cool but
0: i mean did you guys have the uh the lock on cartridge we rented it all the time oh yeah
2: (laughs) we were renters big blockbuster renters for video games. Did
0: you guys ever get, like, the whole video game tower going where you had, like, the, the Genesis and then the Game Genie on top of that and then the oh. Sonic and Knuckles and then Sonic 3 on top of that? My it says, friends like, definitely had <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's just, like, plug, plug, and plug. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss that sometimes, you know, the card. It's like vinyl, you know? Yes. Uh, just being able to have a cartridge physically in your hand, it's not the same. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, man. But I, I definitely think Sonic 2, playing with my sister's. And we would spend so many you know, nights just playing together and taking turns, who was Sonic, who was Tails, uh, and just switching back and forth. It was a lot of fun. And it was never – you know, one of the things I love, too, it's like board games. Sometimes it's fun to play board games against people, but then sometimes it's like – was it Pandemic? I think it's pretty cooperative and like other games like that mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, a united cause. And what better cause than a giant Eggman who's trying to <laughs> and <stopping him>. kidnap <laughs> all the animals? Yeah.
0: Uh, how how do you feel about um Sonic's friends? You know, obviously we've talked a little bit about uh Tails and being able to play as him as a second player and um Knuckles. Uh, how, there's there's a, a much bigger cast than like just those core three, but like, are you into those characters or do you dislike like how do you feel? I wouldn't
2: about them? say I I well I'm not as much into them because they do break from what. The, uh, the era that I came up in. Yeah. Uh, Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles were my primary crew. Uh, Amy Rose was added with, I believe, the Sega CD uh, was yeah. her first appearance. And so I never had that. So I never really understood where she was coming from. And then when they went and had uh, the game with all, everyone else, uh, I know there was the big fishing cat. And uh the Yeah, robot. And there's a robot in there yeah. too. Yeah. It's like the Sonic
0: Adventure. Yeah.
2: It's adding too much. It's like uh it's like Smash Brothers, like the characters that you never play. Mm-hmm. Those are who they are to me. Uh honestly. So like going I I, I like the pure uh it's like the dream team, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. The Beatles. You wouldn't add people to the Beatles, I don't think. <laughs> right? I wouldn't. I I would say I would not. Like I, would you rather see I'd add a bunch yeah. of people
0: to the Beatles? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean everyone
0: likes that Eric Clapton plays the guitar solo and while my guitar gently
2: weeps, you add people to the Beatles. Well that's why Sonic uh, Adventure is your favorite Sonic game. (laughs) Um those shoes too, man. You can't beat those shoes. That's all I'm saying. Sonic shoes or uh, Eric Clapton shoes. Yeah, oh Eric Clapton (laughs) shoes, oh yeah. My brain's just gonna hold yeah, but yeah.
1: Well also, I mean, uh, going back to the idea that you know, Mario's little buttoned up And Sonic is a little more hip and cool. What's hip and cool is always changing. Yes, and I feel like, um, as an outside observer, that has also affected Sonic, right? Where it seems like they do always have to be chasing what, especially in the transition from like two D to three D, kind of like, oh, what's cool now? Basically, you know, they have to like rostify him.
0: A little bit, sure, a la Pucci, yeah, from The Simpsons. Uh, Yeah, I I think it's interesting now that Sonic can be—he doesn't actually have to be cool anymore, right? Like, there is no, there is no expectation that Sonic is 2017 cool, right? Right. That's nothing that we're expecting of him, right? They finally like broke away from that. He's like a period piece now, right? That we can we can see Sonic through the lens of like we're looking at an artifact of the of the early 90s. You know,
1: we say that, but I actually don't know if that's true because there are a lot of people who you know like enjoy the there's a lot of sonic porn out there is what i'm saying okay. right and it's like so there there's a lot of people who do enjoy the sonic universe for what it is
0: not what it was do you think that's what the sonic universe is or do you think <laughs> pornography yeah or, or do you think that's just like a weird fan Cre- and I understand that, like at some point, you can't really separate like the fan canon from actual canon.
2: I think it goes back to Lawrence Olivier, <laughs> <laughs> as it always does. Yes, on and if our you podcast. think about uh, Lawrence, was in uh, Lawrence? Ma- uh, La- Lawrence? <laughs> no, Lawrence. I just like the honor on his first name basis. Yeah, Lawrence was in a lot of really big hits, none that I can name off the top of my head, but they were famous, and I'm sure that he had a dud every now and then in there. And I bet you he had a fan following that probably animated, you know, sexual I- images of, of the dear Lawrence. Well, uh, wh-
0: I, I, yeah, I, I would guess
2: that that's not true. But, I, but I, your point is well taken. <laughs> Wait, is it? I don't know what the point is. <laughs> it is that, uh, you know, there's, I think we, when, when looking back, people like I, who uh, grew up with Sonic and, and, you know, Sonic 2, and like those were a big part of our childhood. Uh, we have a certain view of Sonic, uh, as opposed to people who have been continuing to read the Archie comics mm. or came up with Sonic Boom, uh, where it's like a huge cast and now there's humans involved. Ugh. Humans. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I will say this. As a Sonic <laughs> fan, any time that Sonic is in, in, sort of, and in some sort of world where there's humans, I am, I am against. He is a animal. like Other than Robotnik and, I believe, his, his nephew— works for him. Uh there should be no other humans in the Sonic universe. It's like the Mario movie and having it take place in New York. But thank you for bringing up well in Mario canon originally Mario
1: was from New York City, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um but thank you for bringing up like Sonic Boom. Yes. Because I think that's a good example of like a way that Sega has felt it's important to keep Sonic like current right Mm -hmm. you know they like reinvent the character and redesign the character and they put him in like new situations like whatever is like the i I feel like having him out there like in cartoons keeps him relevant but to like kids but also it does change the trajectory of the character
0: what's interesting about sonic boom is that it seems like they've how long has sonic boom been around now maybe 2 years i feel like it's been longer yeah, it's than been that a while. like at least 4 okay um i would say 4 tops though um sonic boom it feels like that's something they're already backing away from right like they released maybe two or three games under the the sonic boom branding um none of them were particularly well received and then there's there's a show and i think people like the show well enough um but like both Sonic Mania and the new Sonic Forces are not being released under the Sonic Boom banner. Thank like, goodness. What's that? Oh, well, I was just saying, thank goodness. <laughs> well, see, uh, yeah. So yeah. We're like what what is that that like um people aren't buying into Sonic Boom? Or am, am I is my read on that wrong? Like I don't think I think Sonic Boom was a failed, um, like reset on the series.
2: Well was it uh Mickey Mouse and crew or was it uh, Bugs Bunny, where they did the the revamp. I think it was Bugs Bunny that they did like this revamp, and they were trying to make it cool and hip. I don't even know if it came out. Yeah, I yeah. remember
1: what you're talking about. There's like art of them, and they're all like all like a bunch of, like right angles. They yeah. almost all oh, look like yeah. lightning bolts.
2: Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I think it never came to happen, which is how I feel Sonic Boom should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it, it is something where it's like they are. I think it is important that they try to explore ways of making it relevant. But at the same time, that's where I really like what they're doing with these new games that are coming out, because it's, it's sort of playing service to both sides, and it's like finding—I they, they, think that's one thing that I think Sega is starting to understand, is that there's multiple facets of the same character, and that there's no reason—because they're not tied to him being attached to a game system, a, a Mickey Mouser, if you will, where it's like we need to keep him pure. They can kind of explore different angles of the same character.
0: And and they did a little bit of that in um, Sonic Generations, which uh, we were talking about before we started uh, rolling, um, which was maybe like six or seven years ago at this point. Um, And Generations brought you know like actually split the character of Sonic into two different Sonics. That there's modern era Sonic and um, old Sonic, which is like a little bit pudgier and like the kind of cute sixteen bit graphic style. Yeah. Um, And uh, presenting those two different kinds of gameplay. In one, And I, I remember thinking at the time, like, these two Sonics are too similar for me to, like, tell the difference between the <laughs> two of them. Like, one is a little bit chubbier.
1: Well, but I do like in theory that they are leaning into that Sonic Generations. And now you have Sonic Mania, which is a very hard, like, break from what Sonic has been. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you still have Sonic Forces, which is more, I guess... At this point, has also been around longer, like that three D kind of Sonic platforming, and they now have the opportunity to explore both of those very clearly. Like they're very clearly delineated, mm-hmm. um, in a way that, uh, we haven't really seen before. In in a similar way, you have like the new Super Mario Brothers series, which has devoted itself, you know, purely to like the traditional two D platform, well, traditional in quotes, two D platforming, um, versus you know, Super Mario Odyssey, which I would say is, is like a, a fairly large change for what we've seen
2: Mario do in the past. Would you say that, I would almost think, we've been comparing him to Mario, but maybe that's been our mistake, uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society fans and people. Maybe the mistake, maybe he should be compared to Link, and I mean, when you think about the Zelda games, and we have, was it Paper, uh, uh, what was the one that, I mean, like, where they were exploring different gameplay, and, like, each game is, is sort of a reset uh, and not necessarily connected to the previous games. mm mm-hmm. uh, And, I mean, like, I, I feel like m- they don't necessarily build off of each other all the time, right?
1: Uh, that's v- that's totally true, and seems to be very true of, like, Sonic as well. You have On the Wii, you had, like, Sonic and, what was it, like, the Black Knight, and then Sonic and Color, Sonic Colors, and... Mm-hmm. Lots of different. there was that bioware. what was the wolf one? Oh. who's was a, a
2: werehog. Oh were yeah. hogg oh that's that's beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about. yeah uh,
0: yeah, but I actually I do think that is interesting because there is such a like sharp divide between the uh like 3D Sonic and 2D Sonic that it almost does seem more in line with the difference between a 2D Zelda and a 3D Zelda. Yeah. That um like obviously 3D Mario is different from 2D Mario, but it the I know it seems like more of like a one-to-one Mario likes to run and jump and, you know, whatever, um, collect stuff and be Mario, have fun. That's what he likes to do. But like a 3D Zelda is a fundamentally different experience of like being in a world and being of the world and having these sort of storytelling experiences. And maybe like that's, that's the same size
2: difference for Sonic. Yeah, and then when also you have, was it... What was that game, the, the game that came out where it was uh, like 2D, a 2D version, kind of like more, I'm not, see, I'm not a Nintendo fan. I don't know. You guys what, have is to. Zelda? It, it's Zelda, the, yeah. Is
1: this like a Link Between Worlds? Yeah, where I, I you would so. like
2: You could change from a 3D view to like, or like a more 3D view to a. Didn't that come out similar, like around the same time as another game too? Or wasn't, it wasn't, it followed pretty quickly uh, one of the other Zelda games, didn't it? Or, I don't know. Maybe I'm going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> guys, once again, I'm not a Nintendo fan. Well, there
0: I mean that's uh actually not that far off from like um the Metroid series that uh Metroid Fusion and uh Prime came out at basically the exact same time and Fusion being a, a traditional 2D Metroid game and the original Prime being a third or uh first person 3D adventure um like coming out in in concert together, yeah. which is a little bit like um, how they approach Sonic Boom as, as well. That like they released a two uh, D game and three D right on top of each other. So like I, I, I get that there's this like duality to Sonic, um, in a way that I think is only is only possible from games that have been around or series that have been around as long as Sonic, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's I I think we can count those series on like one hand, right? Like Mario's that way, Metroid's that way, Zelda's that way. And Sonic is that way. Um, Which I don't know. It it puts Sonic in like really cool company, you know, and makes it like by extension to have that same sort of prestige. And I think it's interesting, like how much, uh, you know, we were taught and it's just the nature of us all being as old as we are and having (laughs) played Sonic and Mario when we were young. But like, Sonic isn't a not Nintendo thing right now, you know? Like, it's been on Nintendo platforms for so long.
2: And it's so weird. See, and that's one of the things I think is, I I never thought there'd be a day where I would be comfortable with that. <laughs> and be able to sit down with a bunch of Nintendo nerds and talk mm-hmm. about it. Because, uh, yeah, honestly, I remember... it's possible.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: And I've only felt like I'm g- going to be like beaten up like once or twice during this conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, because <laughs> Sega
2: fans are definitely the bullies in this situation. Oh, oh yeah. Let's oh, be honest. We got the tood. What can yeah. I say? Uh, but, you no, know, it is. It's something strange that that was a huge deal when Sonic came over to Nintendo. And, I mean, I think that is something that plays a part in Sonic of today, too, is that he's a flagship, or he's a flagship character with nothing to flag uh or i guess he's yeah he's, he's, the a, he's a
0: mascot for nothing
2: yeah and i mean it for is himself? a sad state of affairs uh you know when sega decided to pull out of the game uh the game the games race the arms race of, of video games uh it really did leave uh i think that struck a blow i mean like you could kind of see it as they and then that was the sad thing about sega i feel it did have it wasn't something that happened overnight you could kind of see it, uh, the writing on the wall with uh, Dreamcast and the sales on Dreamcast and such. Uh, the lack of games coming over from Japan to America because uh, they just didn't mm-hmm. think that there was a market. And, you know, it's, it is something that I, the, the attitude, the energy of Sega Genesis was such a, a, a thing of the moment and yeah. was something that was such a, a high. And, and to see something as beautiful as that, peter out, you know. Ugh. Guys, it, I mean, I it, might cry on this podcast. It would,
1: It is very. It w- is very interesting to think of like that Sonic of the '90s and the early aughts. Like what it would turn, because it would have had to have evolved and what it would evolve into. Mm-hmm. Like what is the 21st century version of Sega look like as a gaming powerhouse?
0: Oh, you mean if, if like the Dreamcast the had the been, been successful? Yeah. Um yeah i i mean I, I, great question right like they they would have had to put more just development power behind uh their their other franchises and behind sonic, but like I don't know i I always have a hard time thinking of like oh yeah, here are the other games that Sega makes you know like yeah um there did either of you ever play uh sonic uh, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Kart Racing, or whatever the name of that game is. No, was
2: that for Game? Ooh, it was boy. on, like, every system. Yeah, yeah, it was on everything. It was, like,
0: PS3. And okay, like, okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, it's mostly Sonic characters, and then, like, a couple other characters from around the Sega-verse. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, man, that Sonic roster, even if, like, you don't, you know, know who, like, Shadow the Hedgehog is, or Amy, or, you know, whatever, um, that, like, they're all such... They've got, like, a personality and a presence in a way that these other characters don't.
1: Well, in Sega's big, like, selling point for a long time was the arcade, almost arcade-perfect ports of mm-hmm. arcade titles. And as arcades died, you know, you weren't itching to play Virtua Fighter at home anymore or Virtua Cop. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it was different.
2: That's all. That's oh, okay. well, and, and I, <laughs> I, I think you also look at how Xbox and uh, PlayStation. I mean, they were the ones that kind of sealed the deal for the death of of the Dreamcast. And a lot of that was they stole a lot of the adult uh, content, mm-hmm. or not even the content itself, but a lot of the player, the the gamers. Yeah, that uh, idea of like, oh, it's for a little. It's a little more grown up yeah. than the Nintendo platform. Because that was the whole basis of the original slate of Sega Genesis games. Was to show that, oh, hey, look, this is the, you know, you can play Nintendo with, with your, you know, the neighborhood kids. Or you can be a grown man. And play Ultra Beast. play some Ultra <laughs> Beast, yeah. <laughs> or run around in Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, but, you know, I mean, yeah. Or Mutant League had, football. Uh, yeah. So if you were to, you know, just like,
1: uh, I guess, just pitch somebody on why they should play the classic Sonic the Hedgehog's games,
2: what would you tell them? Oh, that's a good one. Uh I would say, well, I always look at you as like the ideal non believer. Thank you. Uh so if I was to try to to convert you, uh, I would say, Hello, my name is Ryan. Have you ever heard of Sonic the Hedgehog? And let's pretend in this universe I didn't close the door on you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh and
0: so continue playing the scenario out though oh (laughs) sorry
1: i i we're role playing (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm on my way to work but if you want to walk to me in my car you can say whatever you're going to say
2: uh oh thank you thank you uh well i just want you to know that there's this this uh wonderful creature called sonic the hedgehog and he's trying to save the environment by going really fast Do you like going fast Uh, and i care about saving the environment oh oh oh. uh have you ever thought that you know, Nintendo games just take too long, and that, you know, uh, there's too much puzzling involved. Take too long? <laughs> Is the selling point of Sonic the Hedgehog that they're short? It takes too long to uh to get to where you want to be. Okay. To get to where you want to be, you know. Uh, I mean, I guess I hadn't considered it before. Do you have friends? Like a handful. Oh, oh. Well, Wait, I mean, why, why am I telling you this? Well, why do I feel so comfortable opening up to you? It's because I, I'm, I'm a freedom fighter. I'm a freedom fighter in the battle against uh, the Eggman. And I think that you, too, can join us and join, and join the holy trilogy of, of, of <laughs> the holy trinity of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Knuckles and Tails. And uh, together, we can, we can save, we can save, we can save the world.
1: Wow, forever and ever, amen. Yeah. It's a really beautiful pitch.
0: Excuse me, have both of you heard the word of Christ?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Um, <laughs> this is my turf. Well, is there,
2: was there any other Song it, of the Hedgehog yeah, knowledge it, you wanted to dump on us before? <laughs> 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 this is your chance. This is like oh, probably, yeah. like, you know, like... Well, I mean, I dropped the Michael Jackson connection, which I think itself, the fact that Michael Jackson thought it was cool enough. Uh, that's got to be it. Something, right? Uh, I I do like uh that Sonic has been incorporated into a lot of Nintendo games as as a former uh Sega head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Smash Brothers, he's a playable character. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to beat it out with you know like really bringing on the titans. Uh, yeah, and I've, seeing how it goes. I feel
1: like if uh if ever there was a moment where it was like I can't believe this is happening, it's Sonic and Mario in a fighter game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's unheard of. That's like Marvel versus... Capcom? DV- DC. <laughs> but, yeah, or Capcom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would love
0: a Marvel versus Capcom style game that is Marvel versus DC. Yeah. I'd play be that in a heartbeat.
2: Game. And I would love a Sonic fighting game t- to be remade and brought... Because I think there was a fighting game too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I don't know. know. Yeah. Was there? there was, yeah. Okay,
0: let's, let's do this. Let's all pitch our ideal Sonic games. Okay, great. okay. okay. I'll take Sonic fighting game because (laughs) I I do like fighters a lot, uh, one-on-one fighters. Um, I would want it to be huge arenas played like split screen where, or eh, maybe people have separate screens if you're on a switch or whatever, Um, but like where you can build up like speed to attack each other. I think that'd be cool. And I I think Sonic's got a big enough cast that it would be fun. It's almost
1: like uh, an... I don't think this actually existed, but in my head, like an American Gladiators, like, kind of challenge for some reason where there's two big, like, half pipes that you keep, like, running up and I love to, like, it. smash into each
0: other at high speeds. Enormous death half pipes. <laughs> I love it.
2: I, I would I would go the route that I, was, I think I was talking about before that we uh, started recording. Um, we skip a generation of games. Sega comes back out uh, with its own hardware. Uh, it's uh, 3D virtual reality. 2019 is yeah. coming up soon. Uh, they have their <laughs> own virtual reality. It's on par with Oculus Rift. Uh, we have a Sonic the Hedgehog game which is in the line of Rez in that you are speeding through tunnels of time and as you're doing it, uh, the sweet, sweet sounds of of music are being created uh, and it's it, it just it, and you see the, the, you hear the soulful voice of Michael Jackson in both your ears. That's my ideal game.
1: So
0: we're
2: resurrecting Michael Jackson. Yes. Alright. <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Alright, so my pitch for a Sonic game is your, is like a Picture this. All right. <laughs> um, dig, if you will, a picture. Dig, if you, yes. There's a manor house, right? It's cl- stormy. It's cloudy. Mm-hmm. Lightning striking. Uh, rain against the window. Oh, okay. cut to inside. A shadowy figure is like training inside the gym. Uh, lightning, thunder crashes, lightning <coughs> strikes the the face of Sonic the Hedgehog lights up. He's like, he's w- w- a little older. He's oh my a my more wizened. He you know like he has like scars. Uh, every the camera is like a third person camera. It's really cinematic where you have to like bridges collapse underneath you, and then you have to press like A, B, and then A again to climb up.
2: So <laughs> oh, wait wait wait. This so is so Logan, right? We're talking Logan Sonic. <laughs> Lo- We're talking a like, Logan version it's like of like Sonic.
1: Logan Mixed with Uncharted gameplay, and I call it <laughs>
2: Sonic. <laughs> it's Are you win.
0: So- it, it's Sonic the Last of Us. Is yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Tails is dead. Oh, my God. What Tails if there's a tombstone? One, or I was going to say one single, but actually two single tombstones outside, and it just <laughs> yeah, says Tails. One, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at first, I thought you were going to pitch a uh, Tails mansion a la Luigi's mansion. Oh, oh that'd be good too. A Tales solo game where he's hunting ghosts or something. <laughs> Maybe oh. if this was
1: a Nintendo platform
0: for pansies, <laughs> oh. this is an oh. Xbox One exclusive.
1: Whoa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, I think we've pitched three, three and a half good games
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. Uh,. Ryan, thank you for coming in to yeah, talk to thank us you about so much. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it's my pleasure. And, guys, I'll be honest. You're the first Nintendo podcast that I ever listened to. Wow. Uh, and I, it is because I hate Nintendo. And I like listening so I can get tips <laughs> on how I can defeat it. Uh, mm. But I'm going to, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Well, is there anything you'd like to pitch while you're here? Uh, guys, listen to this podcast. Because, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, they're amazing. Uh, I mean, you guys, honestly, I, I do – Love listening to you guys, and, and being on this show has just reinforced how much fun you, this is, so yeah.
0: Well, well thank you, Ryan. Thank it's, you very it's much. It's been very fun to have you on. So that was our conversation with Ryan about Sonic the Hedgehog, but obviously you've got experience with this franchise that we don't have, and Mark and I would love to hear everyone else's take here, because uh, it's obviously a very popular franchise. Yeah, were you able
1: to coexist in the two worlds? of Nintendo and Sega.
0: Yeah, did you refuse to pick a side during the console wars? <laughs> pick a side. Don't pick be a side. coward. <laughs> Nazis are bad. We all know this. Uh, you can write to us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. gmail.com. I don't want to hear any debate that Nazis aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah, don't write to us about that. <laughs> don't write that. to us about that. Just write to us about Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll take any side of the Sonic the Hedgehog argument. Um. But you can also uh, tweet at us at Nincart Society and the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cart Society. Uh, if you like the show, remember rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Also um, share the episode on social media platforms. Uh, if you like my Mark and mine's opinions about stuff, we write comic. We write about comic books. We don't write comic books uh, on ReckonPunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Apeit Betty. You can check out his music by going to ApeitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host mark mitchell this is patrick ellers saying we get it we get sonic now what's a creative podcast network